honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on the Paladino Live Network. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on all your favorite podcasting apps. And, of course, a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. Thank you, Dylan and Kyle, for having me on board. That, Dylan and Kyle, coming out of Vancouver, British Columbia. So, really proud to be a part of them. And we're sponsored by DraftKings. We'll hear about them shortly. Always, thanks, always, for downloading and listening to this show. It is a great pleasure to be back on board with you once again today. Another Friday, another cloudy day here in the north, in the Twin Cities anyway, in the upper Midwest in the United States. And the Timberwolves, well, they meatloafed it. Two out of one ain't bad, but unfortunately the most recent game was a 135-118 loss to the Detroit Pistons. So, I, I, I don't know, man. Here we go. Oh, oh, what? Come on! Come on. It's one thing to see a winning streak end, but it's another to get hammered by the Detroit Pistons again, again, for the second time in about eight days or whatever the heck it was. Who cares? Second time in about, not not eight days, about ten days or so. Seriously, it's like, what the heck was that? What the heck was that? It's pathetic. 135-118, so it's like you're all happy, you feel positive, but of course, again, the Houston game, the Wolves were kind of screwing around, and then, oh, oh no, we got this, we'll, we'll be okay. Sometimes we just have a hard time getting up for, you know, teams after wins, you know, like we won a game just recently, and we have a hard time getting up for, like, teams like Houston and stuff. You're in no position to be that way. I still remember uh, John Krasinski's rant on that one. So three games to preview, or excuse me, three games to review, five games to preview, so I better get moving. For the sake of time, and the time is ticking already. A fairly comfortable 128-115 win for the Minnesota Timberwolves, and you could say easily the best game Rudy Gobert has played for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, he was a presence defensively. He got 21 rebounds, 25 points, 7 offensive rebounds. And it's a team now that's got players, you know, <clears throat> it's got healthy players outside of Carl Anthony Towns and uh, Jordan McLaughlin, who we could really use. And quite frankly, I'm sick and tired of waiting for their calves but uh, to, to heal, but well, what what am I going to do about it, right? What am I going to do about it? Just continue being sick of waiting, I guess. <clears throat> Luca Garza with a couple, just two points off the bench. Nas Reed, another weird, weird night for him. He wound up with 10 points, including a couple of threes. He actually made all of his shots, all of them, but no rebounds and only played nine minutes. It's kind of weird. So it's like, I'm not sure. Um, the rotations are all over the place, but Gobert was playing so well. Why would you dare take him out? Um, Here's another anomaly that doesn't happen all too often. Rudy Gobert had more field goal attempts than D'Angelo Russell. Now all I ask is, <clears throat> do that again. Do it again. Yes, do it again. And, and again, and again, and again. Yes, just keep doing it. I want to see more shot attempts from Rudy Gobert than D'Angelo Russell, even when he plays that obnoxious finesse game, like 
put the ball in the basket. Of course, he dunks often, and he's capable of it, but he's not as spry as, say, you know, some of the Houston Rocket players were, or some of the Clipper players, for that matter, I suppose. Or Anthony Edwards. But Anthony Edwards was not spry in this one. Uh, they call it hip soreness. Well, what do you think happened? What do you, where do you think the hip soreness is coming from? Yeah, <laughs> the spill. Believe me, again, I had a similar experience falling on ice very violently onto concrete. So, And the basketball floor is softer than concrete. It is. So <laughs> at the same time, Anthony Edwards fell from a higher height. That's the other thing. So it's like it probably all evens out to all just about the same injury. And it, it, it sucks. It hurts really bad. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> he would, probably doesn't want to wear a whole lot of suits for a while. Uh, like, you know, suit and tie, but I guess guys don't even do that anymore, it seems like, at least not in not in the NBA, certain certain other places, but what am I even getting into? Uh, Sam Mitchell, I mean, Kyle Anderson, obviously, again, bringing the IQ up and the six assists and the point forward and the seven rebounds and does a little bit of everything, including a couple of threes. Love Kyle Anderson, love everything he brings to this team, and all I got to say is keep it coming. Jalen Noel, also, really nice game off the bench with six assists. Half of the time, he's just looking for a shot, but in more of a playmaking mode, along with making some shots in the game. Jalen Noel is becoming a little bit more of a complete player, as is Anthony Edwards, of course, obviously with the shot blocking, the playmaking. Anthony Edwards had five assists in the 22 and a half minutes he played, so that's actually relatively impressive. Remember how we always were furious about Andrew Wiggins not rebounding the basketball in the past, um, and then how, like, Anthony Edwards basically out-rebounds what Andrew Wiggins did with the Wolves, anyway, in about half the amount of time, so it's kind of funny when you think about that. Jaden uh, McDaniels, not Jalen, his brother. Jaden McDaniels, a very strong game as well. Uh, played the exact kind of game you want from him in a lot of ways. Didn't get a steal, but again, played an overall game in the catch-and-shoot threes and all that. Six of ten from the floor. Just an overall awesome game. For Jaden McDaniels and a nice game for the Minnesota Timberwolves, of course. Clippers are what they are. Um, no Kawhi. Yeah, that's the thing. No Kawhi Leonard, no Paul George. So it's like, you, you better win the game. Uh, limited Reggie Jackson to very few minutes and didn't play well. And Wolves just kind of took advantage of the situation and got the job done. Not the best game ever, but what the hell. At least you won. And Rudy Gobert like, dominated for the most part. A game that Rudy Gobert didn't dominate, but he played well. He played well, but also a young guy named Huygen uh, Sengun. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sengun. I'm having a hard time with that one, but okay. Um, good for him. Uh, he looks really good. He, look, he looks really good. At least he did in this game. Um, he's coming out of Turkey. Cool. 16th pick in the first round, so a first-round type of player. Okay, and he, he looks the part. He does. Um, it was taken in the 21 draft. He's been okay. He's been okay in the NBA, and he blocked Anthony Edwards, which was really annoying for me, but good for him, I suppose. <laughs> and he had some pretty nice moves, and he had a pretty emphatic dunk around Rudy Gobert and such. But uh, Gobert also kind of got his revenge back and forth a bit. Certainly wasn't spectacular in the game, but was was all right. You know, it was better than he'd been in, you know, like a, like a like a couple weeks ago and such. Torian Prince, another 14 points off the bench. That seems to be, uh, you know, Torian Prince's value is off the charts. Like him coming back to the Wolves, he's the other Sam Mitchell, Terry Porter type of veteran on the team that really helps. Um, Kyle Anderson, Torian Prince, and Austin Rivers obviously all bring that the, the IQ up and the value up. Nas Reed, uh, again, just only 10 minutes, 
but Rudy Gobert with with heavy minutes, and he attempted 12 shots. So again, and he made what? What did he make? Uh, two thirds of his shots. So keep it coming, keep it coming, keep giving the ball to Rudy Gobert, keep feeding Rudy, feed the feed Rudy, 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 which the fans were chanting in the Clipper game. But again, Houston is a weird team with uh, you know new players that are emerging, but it's going to take time. They're what? What is what's their win loss record? You know, like what ten and thirty basically. So you can't get too excited about that. Jaden McDaniel's another nice game, though. He's been playing very well of late. Kyle Anderson, same thing. He averages almost six assists a game lately, particularly as a starter. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, uh, again, another guy that, I don't know, he'll he'll get benched in the fourth quarter, this and that. I believe he did in the Clipper game, if I remember correctly, or was it the Detroit game? I think it was the Clipper game, if I remember. He didn't play the last six minutes or so. Um... Yeah, only 32 minutes. Yeah, he didn't he didn't play for a significant amount of time versus the Clippers. Houston game, um, the Wolves were getting hammered by the Houston Rockets, and it was like, what is going on here? This doesn't make any sense. Like, why? Why are we getting our butts kicked by the Houston Rockets? Luckily, the Timberwolves did wake up and win the game, and I keep clicking on the wrong thing. <laughs> I was kind of backtracking and such. But yeah, the Wolves took care of business in the fourth quarter. Uh, insanely frustrating for a while, though. And a meh, a very meh third quarter. At least the Wolves didn't get beat in the third quarter, 19-19. to 19, A very meh third quarter, and that's why it was a relatively low-scoring game. <sighs> Wolves end up surviving, thank God, despite some insane frustration. Uh, Kenyon Martin was just flying all over the court, just coming off the bench, too, but flying all over the court. Looked like Dominique Wilkins almost out there at times, or Anthony Edwards or something like that. Kevin Porter Jr. also some really, really nice moments and some talent. Uh, Jalen Green was a little bit of a mess, but yeah, oh yeah, he wasn't a little bit. He was a mess. You know, 4 of 15 and things like that are one of the reasons why the Wolves won the game. Um, Alperin Sengun. I mean, uh, all right. Well, all right. Nice to know you. <laughs> nice to meet you, basically. Um, hadn't heard a whole lot about him, and I probably had during the draft. And you know how it's like you just kind of move on? Like, he wasn't your pick. And it's the Houston Rockets, you know what I mean? You know how the Houston Rockets are the last three, four years now? Yeah, that's why, okay? So please don't uh, tear me to pieces. Of course, nobody really has. People have been nice to me for the most part, except for saying that there's more than one, you know, it takes more than one player to win a game. Well, yeah, I, I kind of understand. You know, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. Some people get a little bit crazy, uh, get a little bit, uh, I don't know, uptight or something. Speaking of being uptight, though, that's everybody about this one, including myself. Again, 135 to 118 to Detroit. Why? Just seriously. It's fucking awful. 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 In every possible way. Seriously, though. Like, why? Why is this happening? Why does this keep happening? Why does this team keep coming out flat? Why do they keep throwing no low effort? Why? Like, what, what is going on? What What is going on? Yeah, what is going on? It doesn't make any sense. Anthony Edwards only one rebound in the game, but I'm sure, again, I'm sure there's soreness again. 24 minutes in the game. Um, uh, D'Angelo Russell got to play 37 minutes, but he did hit half of his shots. So, yeah, but the five personal fouls. Uh, I mean, Rudy Gobert played really well, but only eight shots, 14 rebounds. And I'm not one of the people that likes to say, I mean, I mean, I mean, before every sentence. That's kind of annoying, too, because, yeah, it's it's not that cool. You know, some people think it's cool. It's not that cool, okay? <laughs> um, what, what, what happened? I don't know. I mean, the Wolves bench got points, but, yeah, because we were 
So the starters were sucking. Like, what, what more can you say? It's it's Detroit, man. This is not Detroit. This is the Super Bowl, right? Like PA once said. Timber, uh, excuse me, Minnesota Vikings play-by-play voice. Yeah, if you guys could actually show up in Detroit and whenever you play them at home or on the road, yeah, that would... Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, if you could come in this weekend, it's like, yeah, yeah as long as you pay me, you son of a... Anyhow, Sadiq Bay. yeah, I'll, I'll take the overtime pay right now. I hate breaking weekends, but I'll, I'll take the overtime pay right now. <laughs> Sadiq Bay was, um, yeah, phenomenal or whatever he was. He kicked the Wolves' butts. That's basically all I can tell you about that. He kicked our butts, and that's Diallo guy again. Another good game against the Wolves. Somebody named Livers. Somebody named Livers. Livers. Really? Livers, huh? Jaden Ivey was excellent. Killian Hayes was Killian, uh, Mr., uh, it was Killian the Wolves as well. Okay, I'm sorry. The Detroit Pistons backcourt. You ready? 17 assists for the Detroit Pistons starting backcourt. Just the starters, by the way, because there's backups play. Alec Burks had five assists. I mean, they looked like the, the freaking Harlem Globetrotters against the Washington Generals. 30 assists? Really? The Detroit Pistons. The Detroit Pistons. <laughs> yeah, the Detroit Pistons. 12 and, 11, 12 and 33. Looked like the Harlem Globetrotters against the Minnesota Generals, you know, Washington Generals. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Do you, do you see what I'm... Do you see what I'm getting at here? This this, just cannot happen. This kid's got to stop. It's got to stop. And it's leading me to believe this team's not going to come out of this. That's what's leading me to believe, because it keeps happening. It keeps happening. Last year's team got out of their funk. They started winning games, and next thing you know, it's like, gee, they're going to might have home court advantage in the first round. Maybe. Oh, well, at least they'll get in the play-in. Yeah, okay, fine. They'll get in the play-in. They're too far behind. There's so much talent in the... Uh, Western Conference, and this year it's like wide open, and you play like dogs, or dead dogs, or sled dogs, or whatever dogs you are. Wolves are dogs technically, yes, but they're not playing like wolves, they're playing like like chihuahuas. Yokiro Taco Bell? I don't know, they're not playing well, that's just the, <laughs> that's just the bottom line. Muy mal, muy mal. <laughs> Estupido, I don't know, tonto, whatever the heck they are, like Tonto means stupid. Most of you probably already know that, but what what is this? Um, Nerland's Noel. There was a Nerland's Noel sighting, and he had four blocks. <laughs> Nerland's Noel. <laughs> Nerland's Noel. You know, I I loved him in the draft, and I've loved him ever since. But the guy the guy plays about twelve games a season, but he blocks about twelve shots. A, he blocks about twelve shots in ten minutes too. Okay, not quite that much, but he blocks a lot of shots in a short amount of time. I like that, but. And, but, yeah, it's just too bad. Oh, what what could have been with Nerlens Noel if he would have been healthier, like a healthier guy? It's a damn shame. Taj Gibson's still alive. Jeez, and he's playing against his former club, the Bulls. It's a, it's a replay right now. Uh, Bulls and Washington Capitals. No, the Washington Wizards, I guess they're called. Not a bad team, but it doesn't help that Bradley Beal's out. So Taj Gibson's on the uh, Washington Wizards, huh? Interesting. Interesting. Um, and yes, we know that logo is like a distinct... The Wolves logo is basically a copy of that one with a wolf added to it. Which, again, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's it's not that great of a logo, you know? That's the one complaint I had about the Wolves logo when you analyze it. See, like Detroit going back to their classic logo rather than that obnoxious rebrand they had for about five years or so. It looks so good. It was actually closer to ten years. 
most of the Grand Hill era, honestly. Um, yeah, the classic Pistons logo rocks. Dude, that's where you get, you know, that's where you just have that wrong logo, but it's so good. Um, I suppose it's basketball. It should look like it should be round. Yeah, that might help. <laughs> uh, what more can you say, though? Uh, I don't know. This... <laughs> We flat sucked. Why? And we were we were up ten nothing in the game. You know that? Did you know we, we opened this game ten to nothing? Think about that. Ten nothing, you know, all is well with the world, blah blah blah. Yeah, I know. There's no such thing, but people say that once in a while. All is right with the wolves anyway, for the moment. And then it was like a bomb went off. I don't know. Just just Detroit started, you know, they just kinda got in a, a lather. They worked themselves in a lather, as they say for lack of a better term. And the Wolves didn't work themselves in a ladder. They just kind of were watching like, wow, these guys are good. Huh, I never expected this to happen. That's almost like how the Wolves were playing in the game. Like, wow, look at these Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> you know, whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, they might as well have started whistling and watching them, you know, make like... <laughs> highlight plays around them. That's kind of what happened in the game and, and all that. It's, it, that's kind of what I felt about this one. It's kind of, kind of what I felt. Yeah, I also felt just like, what, what is, what's going on? Are they going to win the tie championship this year? Is, is Detroit going to win the East? They must, surely they're up there with the Boston Celtics, right? They have to be, at least against us. They look like they're up there with Boston. What? Oh, they're way down there, huh? They're the worst team in the entire Eastern Conference. Yeah, yeah. The only team with a, well, not the whole entire Eastern Conference, Charlotte's one game worse. One game worse. That's that's all it takes. Uh, anybody in the West that's worse than the Pistons? Houston, yeah, Houston. And we barely beat them. <laughs> okay, you understand, though? Do you understand my frustration here? Are, are, if you're not sharing it with me, I don't know. Maybe you're not much of a fan. Maybe you're just kind of like, eh, you know, you know, kumbaya, everything's going to be okay. You know, stop being so negative. Oh, LFG, you know, I am so sick of LFG and let's bleeping go. Just shut up. It's not that cool. It's not that cool. Let's bingo. Yeah, good for you. You know, yeah, let's just stop. Let's stop. <laughs> stop with that kind of crap. And, and yeah, let's, let's thing act serious once in a while instead of like I don't know like teenagers but anyhow I guess that's where we're all at we're all teenagers still at 43 I'm more like 13 right I'm a 13 year old still sometimes in my own mind um with that said the uh what's your what is what is the award called anymore the lone wolf award it's like what's it called again yeah I guess it's Rudy Gobert he had a nice week Jaden McDaniels, honorable mention. And is it going to go to Anthony Edwards? No, uh, and it, but it's, it's not his fault that he's banged up necessarily. He took quite a spill, and heck, some people probably wouldn't play through that. Yeah, Some people would be out a month maybe because they just are. they they got to be 100%. Oh, they have a hangnail now after waiting so long. They forgot to clip their nails and stuff, so he's going to be out another week, you know. Uh, that's what it feels like. Oh, now he's rusty. He's just not feeling it tonight. You know, maybe he's just not feeling his best. So, uh, you know, maybe maybe the next game. <laughs> uh, so much for your fantasy game, right? You know, yeah, okay, whatever. That's every league, probably, every team in the league. But yes, Rudy Gobert is going to get the lone wolf. He had some really nice games. And really appreciate what he did and all that. Really do. Really appreciate what he did. Anthony Edwards put in a decent effort. 
versus the Detroit Pistons. They only had two turnovers, which is okay, I guess. It's just, I don't know. Man, we got we got schooled by the Detroit Pistons. We got pwned. Pwned, you know, like, remember that? That gamer thing? Like, the online gamer thing? Instead of owned, it's pwned because somebody accidentally hit a P, probably, like, 20 years ago. Well, and then everybody's like, oh, that's funny, ha-ha, and then they kept it going for forever. Um, that might even be the title of this episode, Pwned by the Pistons. Ugh, it's ridiculous. The um, Johnny Flynn Memorial, yeah, it's me. I'm the Johnny Flynn Memorial. It's me for thinking this team was going to come out of the rut. I don't know. Otherwise, individual players, it's just just the general effort. The general effort. The general effort deserves the... The, just losing to the Pistons twice in you know in like more like a 15 day or plus span yeah because it was Christmas Eve that's a little while ago already hard to believe Christmas Eve was like three weeks ago jeez jeez but before you know it, we're gonna have sunsets at 6 p.m. again around here you never know it's almost five already almost gonna have a 5 p.m. sunset sorry for my nerdy uh, weather uh, analogy there for a second but I I don't know I feel like talking about the weather more like hey. How are you doing? Oh, gee, it's cold. Ah, man, sure could use some sunlight. Yeah, I know. That's about it, though. That's about the water cooler talk when you talk Wolves right now after a game like this. So that's pretty much how I feel about that. Uh, let's uh, let's take a break, and then we got five games to preview, so I better save the time for that busy segment. here on Timberwolves Explosion, segment number two, going to preview five, Cinco, Cinco Day Preview coming up here. That's a lot of games to preview. Usually I don't preview five. Four is fairly busy, two is light, and three is kind of common-ish, common-ish, common light, common-ish. But first, we're going to hear from DraftKings. Yes, sir. We's are going to hear from DraftKings. Okay, sorry, that's my Beagle Boys impression. I'm in a weird mood again. The NFL playoff picture is locked in, and my go-to place for wild card round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League, to kick off the road to Super Bowl 57. Yeah, 57 already. The Vikings still need to win their first, but yeah. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets. $200, yep, in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers, so it's everybody. You know, it's everybody, not just new people. Yep, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wildcard round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action, so good, why bet NFL playoffs anywhere else? So again, like imagine imagine you bet on the 49ers and somehow they blow it because Brock Purdy goes from, you know, the, the next Tom Brady, Mr. Irrelevant level to, you know, all of a sudden he has a seventh-round pick who can't really play. But I doubt it. I think the 49ers win. But just imagine you pick San Francisco. And Seattle wins. Some of you out there are going to be picking Seattle, I bet. And well, that's if you lose, right? That that's if you lose, you'll still get, <laughs> you'll still get uh, a free bet up to ten dollars. So yeah, that's if you pick Seattle. So just think about it that way. 
<laughs> and believe me, I've been wrong many times. Picking Cincinnati in the past to win games. And last year, I intentionally picked them to lose because I wanted them. Well, obviously, I want them to win. But I stopped picking them to win in the past. And they went all the way to the Super Bowl. I actually stopped picking them for the first year. Because I was always like, yep, Seattle's going to do it. <laughs> Get to the, at least win the first round. <laughs> Did I say Seattle? Cincinnati. I apologize. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TBPN. That would be the Basketball Podcast Network. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Thank you. Thank you, DraftKings, for being a part of us on the Basketball Podcast podcast network (laughs) so the phoenix suns oh boy phoenix suns cleveland cavaliers utah jazz who are below 500 now denver nuggets and toronto maple leaf raptors anyhow phoenix suns uh this is a five no four out of five are at home the denver game is on the road and that's about that's the first of a back-to-back we uh yeah we'll talk about that now friday the 13th do not go to camp crystal lake today even though it's in the middle of winter might be even more reason to not go because he might throw you in the river instead of uh, hurt you. That guy, the guy named Jason Voorhees. Do, do stay away from Camp Crystal Lake if you could. Um, maybe it's not cold where you live, but it is here. Uh, Phoenix Suns are being hosted by the Timberwolves, and don't look now. The Phoenix Suns are below 500 and right where the Wolves are, basically. The Wolves could catch the Phoenix Suns. Did you ever think that would happen this season? Um, the Wolves are going to catch the Phoenix Suns. The Wolves are going to be below 500 and be right next to the Phoenix Suns. So the Suns had their chance to win a championship, and I think it's over. And that sucks because I'd rather see Phoenix win than the freaking bleeping Warriors. Um, I felt I was happy for the Bucks, but still sad for Phoenix fans. I mean, you know, we know what it's like here in Minnesota with the Vikings. Minnesota North Stars slash Wild too, but North Stars, how they had chances and didn't win. Um, it'd be a big deal if the Wild won the Cup. And all that, but I don't know about that. Minnesota Vikings are in the playoffs this weekend, hosting the New York Giants. Just uh, on Christmas Eve again, Christmas Eve, we hosted the Giants and we had that cool whiteout effect. That was kind of cool, actually, the way they uh, kind of redid the graphics on the field. I like that. Um, the paint graphics, whatever, on the field. That was awesome. Um, so check out Purple Mafia for my preview on not only that game, but on the, the playoffs, generally speaking. That's the feature presentation, of course, but I do brief uh, playoff previews throughout the league and my eventual champ. So check that out. Free plug or shameless plug. Uh, injuries all over the place of the Phoenix Suns. Booker's missed games or is missing games. DeAndre Aiden with the ankle right now. Um, Landry Shamit and Chris Paul's had hip, is- uh, hip issues. So Phoenix, there's a reason why they're losing. Guys are hurt. And that year they stayed healthy and Chris Paul stayed healthy throughout the playoffs. Phoenix has won both games, but they were better at the time. 116-107 victory on November the 1st. 129-117 victory on November the 9th. And they were kind of making fun of us, saying, we play team basketball unlike you guys. Na-na-na-na-boo-boo. Um, are the Wolves in the... The Wolves are in the 10th seed right now, aren't we? So we would be in a play-in versus the Phoenix Suns. Right now. Right now. We'd be playing the Suns, who are the 7th seed. That's funny. We'd be playing the Suns in the play-in. Uh, Golden State and Utah. God, just get the Warriors out of there. Somebody just, uh, just okay, come on. I, I don't want any chance that they get hot and go all the way again. Please, no. I, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. I don't ever want to see the Warriors win another championship. Just go away. Ugh. Anyhow, 
sorry, Friday the 13th, January the 3rd, January, Friday the 13th, Wolves host the Suns, and then Wednesday, March the 29th, the season is, uh, series is wrapped up in Phoenix. Can the Wolves gain a split in this series? Probably not, but let's hope for the best. Let's at least get the win tonight. I will pick the Wolves to win, but first, uh, the comparisons. Points per game, Phoenix is 17th, Wolves are 11th. Rebounds, Phoenix is 16th, Wolves are 25th. And I always read the Wolves stuff just on the first preview, because if I go over it all over and over again, it's going to be repetitious. Um, Three-play percentage, Phoenix is 3rd, Wolves are 19th. Uh, turnovers, Wolves are 27th, so we suck at that, and the Suns are ninth. So uh, assist to turnover ratio, Suns are second, but what do you expect? Chris Paul, Wolves are 25th. Block shots, Wolves are 6th, Suns are 10th. Uh, Wolves are 4th in steals and 18th for the Phoenix Suns. I do think the Wolves win this game. It's a depleted roster. I hope it's, I hope and pray it's going to be a nice, comfortable win, kind of like the Clipper game last week. It could very well end up that way. Uh, again, Booker's missing time, and the Suns are like, you know, the Suns are like falling like a man without a parachute since then. Uh, Aiton has missed time, of course. Um, and he's been relatively mediocre this year, and he's only averaging 29 and a half minutes a game. That's kind of weird. Chris Paul is just, you know, a, a year older. A year older and a year closer to retirement. It's just a fact. Um, Cam Johnson, he's, he's okay. He can hit three-pointers, and he's killed us in the past. But generally speaking, he's relatively mediocre, though in a lot of ways he's a lot what we hoped we were going to get from, uh, what was his name, Wes Johnson, Wesley Johnson? He, yeah, the other, the other guy, Wesley Johnson. He's the guy we hoped we were getting. At least the guy who could hit some threes and such. But, yeah, Wes Johnson was all over the place. Denver recently just smoked Phoenix. Um, let's go over this real quick. The Suns are 1-4 and four in their last five. Cleveland, 90-88. Uh, to 88. Cleveland barely beat them, and it was in Cleveland. Uh, Suns lost to Miami, 104-96. Lost to Cleveland again, 116-98. Much worse. And thank you, Phoenix. They beat the Golden State Warriors. That's good. 125-113. My favorite team in the NBA is the Timberwolves. My second favorite team is anybody playing the Warriors. Please, just knock them out of there. And then Denver literally, like, slaughtered the Phoenix Suns, 126-97. Oh, yes, that is a that is a bad day. <laughs> it's just a bad day, right? I think the Wolves beat the Phoenix Suns, though. Final score, something along the likes of, uh, I don't know, something like... Who knows? 118-112. Wolves win by 6 versus the Suns. There'll be an eclipse in target center. Yeah, I know. There'll be an eclipse. There'll be sunspots or something. But they're going to beat the Suns. It's going to be a cloudy day, right? Cloudy day for the Suns. That was funny. It was really funny. Come on, you know it was. The Wolves beat Cleveland. Very, 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 very well-played game by the Minnesota Timberwolves. It was awesome. I remember being like, the Wild were playing some mediocre team. And they stunk and lost or whatever. It was the same day. I remember doing a... I was doing Purple Mafia, right? It was a Sunday. Yep. Yep, see, there it is, Sunday. Sunday the 13th of November. <laughs> the Wild, like, they just kind of laid an egg against this crappy team. And then the Wolves, who were not playing well, most of this whole damn season, by the way, go into Cleveland, who's playing really well, and and beat them. And it was just like, wow. I was like, this is cool. I was like, this is, I was like, this is unexpected. Because I had this main laptop right here that I'm using now. Uh, my my main like mid-grade Lenovo laptop doing the podcast. The TV had the wild. Shame on me, right? And right next to me, the silver laptop, the the more budget one, had because I don't wanna I don't wanna I'd rather do the 
podcast on a, on a little bit higher grade laptop. But the, the other one does great with video still. It's just as good, basically. I had the Timberwolves on, and I turned my head over as I'm doing the, the podcast. I'm like, Wolves are playing awesome. Wow, look at this. <laughs> I kept getting into it. It was really funny. Who were the Vikings playing that day? Was that the Buffalo Bills? Couldn't have been. I don't think so. It might have been the week before. Now I want to check. I want to dig. I'm really curious now who the Vikings played that day. Because odds are they won. They were on a winning streak around that time. Um, interesting. I, I have to check. I Sorry, I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. What what else can I say? November the 13th. It was, was the Buffalo game. So I was like in this awesome mood. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that was the that was the signature win of this season for the Vikings, where they went from like a team that's okay, wow, they have a nice record, they're doing well, but reality's going to kind of set in. They'll probably wind up with 11, 12 wins, and then we beat the Buffalo Bills, it, and it was just in and it was in Buffalo, and I, I, we were all just flowing, floating, uh, you know, floating on air and dancing on the clouds and all that stuff. And then the next week we get hammered by by Dallas. It's like typical Minnesota. Um, you get your hopes up only to get a hammer like right on your forehead. Freaking bullcrap. Anyhow, back to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I am really sorry. I can't help myself sometimes. Because that was a very memorable win for the Wolves. I mean, to be fair. So, of course, it's related. I mean, it was a very memorable game for the Wolves. And I remember just watching it that way. And then I rewatched it a bit. Like, not the whole thing, of course, but rewatched like most of it and enough of it to really be able to analyze it. And what a nice game. Um, Cleveland is three and two in their last five. They beat the Phoenix Suns. Yep, ninety to eighty-eight. Yep, lost to Denver one twenty-one to one hundred eight. Whew. Beat the Suns again. Yep, remember I just talked about these one twenty one twelve to ninety-eight. Lost to Utah. Huh. One sixteen one fourteen, and then beat Portland one nineteen to one thirteen. The last four games were on the road, and this one is, I believe, also on the road for Cleveland. Another road game for them. Dean Wade with a shoulder, and Dylan Windler. So. Well, yeah, it's not Donovan Mitchell, not Darius Garland, not Jared Allen. They're all healthy and playing. It's a pretty good team. Uh, 27 and 16, second in the Central. What's their standing in the East? They're fourth. Okay, so they would be hosting somebody. They'd be hosting the, well, Philadelphia 76ers. That's a tough matchup. But this is where I believe LeBron James will end his career. But maybe he will just stay in L.A., it's, I think it's between those two, and why the heck would somebody not bring up the Cleveland Cavaliers? Of course there's a strong chance this could happen. So, yeah, I mean, to me it would make sense. Anyhow, uh, Cleveland is 18th in points, kind of like Phoenix, right around there. 20th in rebounds. A lot of their stuff is not too great. 3 of percentage, 13th. 22nd in assists, 8th in turnovers. Okay, so 10th and assist to turnover, 26th and blocks, 28th and steal. So a lot of their like stats, so to speak, don't really stand out, but they're just winning games and obviously they have talented players. They have very talented players at the top. Donovan Mitchell recently had a really super end, high-end game and he's averaging 29.2 a game. He is really kicking ass. Uh, he kind of struggled in Utah the last couple of years, uh, but right now, holy schmuck. Uh, <laughs> jeez. I, I don't know. I don't know if the Wolves are going to win this one. I, I wish I wish they could. I sure do, but, geez, 29.2? Are you kidding me? Um, yeah, 46 points. Yeah, he had a 71-point game. That's what it was. Chicago, 71 points. So, and he, and he had 10 assists, or 11 assists in the game, 8 rebounds, almost had a triple-double, 
71 points, and they lost to the... No, they beat the Bulls. I'm kidding. 145-134. He had 46 versus Utah recently. Um, but that was in a loss, which is annoying. But, well, whatever. <laughs> Man, that is crazy. 71 points. So, that's just the kind of stuff you don't see. Like, Carl got 60 last year in a game, and that was really cool and exciting. But 71, that's like another level that you never see. So, insanely impressive performance by Donovan Mitchell. He's really been a, you know, he's had a hell of a season in Cleveland and kind of, again, like he's, it's like it's like he's reborn, so to speak, kind of with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and it's a good basketball team. Darius Garland, who Durston Rosas was chasing on draft night and lost, and wound up with uh, the other guy, yeah, that guy, <laughs> Cutler, or C Culver, Jared Culver, pardon me, Cutler. Uh, 21.3, 8 assists. I mean, I'd love to have Darius Garland right now. It's safe to say I'd rather have him than the current point guard. Yes. Yes, I would. Evan Mobley, of course, very high end. Hasn't really uh, exploded on the scene just yet. Jared Allen, obviously, the ever-valuable, classic 70s-looking guy. Uh, Karis Levert is kind of, kind of, you know, he's kind of in a semi-starter, semi-reserve role. Pardon me. Ricky Rubio uh, has played in one game, obviously, so and, yeah, it's kind of is what it is with uh, Ricky Rubio, unfortunately. So, it's kind of, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a darn shame what's going on with uh, Ricky. But uh, I believe, yeah, he might be just kind of coming back, right? That's actually kind of impressive considering how many NBA players have, you know, they'll come back and then they're they're out again for like forever and ever. Yeah, Ricky Rubio, he played his first game this season. And he got injured last year, right? So that's kind of cool, actually. You know, I uh, you he's definitely earning my respect because he played last year with Cleveland. That's where he was traded to, right? And then, um, yeah, or was it a year and a half? I don't remember. But he's certainly back sooner than a lot of other guys. So Ricky Rubio is back. That's a game to talk about, of course. He'll be pretty much in a reserve role, I'm sure, but averaging like nine, ten minutes a game. And good for him. Good for Ricky Rubio to uh, be back. I didn't realize he played his first game again, so that was just on the 12th, just yesterday, so that's why. Um, <laughs> so it's an honest uh, miss, I suppose. And again, Karis LaVert, a guy who, you know, he, he's staying healthy, so good for him. He's had some injuries and, of course, all kinds of stuff that's happened in his past. Robin Lopez is on Cleveland, isn't he? And he's averaging only eight and a half minutes. That's about all we got to say about that. Kevin Love, reserve role, 20 minutes, nine points, seven rebounds. That's actually not bad considering the circumstance. Uh, long story longer, I think the Cleveland Cavaliers will beat the Timberwolves in this game, unfortunately. If the Wolves pull off a sweep, that'd be awesome. Maybe it's just a good matchup for us, but personally, I believe Cleveland beats the Wolves. That's just my guess, unfortunately, and kind of the pace they've been on. Yep, but uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Cleveland is going to win the game by a final score of 116 to 114. Cleveland wins by a narrow margin. Uh, in the previous game, Phoenix Anthony Edwards is going to get up to 30. He's going to have another good game. He's been definitely slowed down with that injury, but I think he has a big game there. I think the Rudy Gobert is the best player versus Cleveland, is my guess. Kind of a big man, back and forth type of thing. I got a, I got a vibe there. Maybe D'Angelo Russell has a nice game in the whole mano -e mano thing, but nah, he's not. He's going to get beat. That's going to be one of the reasons why we lose. Uh, Utah Jazz, let's move on quickly. 
yeah, you hope Rudy Gobert shows up to play in this one. Um, <laughs> Minnesota did beat Utah on December the 9th. Let's not forget that after losing in overtime way back in the season, first week of the season anyway, October 21st. I want to look at those real quick, just super fast here. Rudy Gobert was, well, he got 23 rebounds in the season, uh, the, the season opener of this matchup. But, yeah, Clarkson torched us, and Lamarckinen had a great game, and so on and so forth. Kelly Olenek had 21 points. That's weird. That's nuts. <laughs> Jared Vanderbilt, <laughs> 14 rebounds. Anthony Edwards with 30 points. Sorry. Um, 118-108 victory for the Wolves about a month and a half later. Yeah, Russell with 30 in that one. Gobert with 22 and 13. So Gobert played well against his former team. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be one of those type of nights. Kind of a team effort thing. But the Wolves will beat the Jazz. The Wolves will beat the Jazz. will beat the Suns and the Jazz at the very least in this five-game stretch. Um, Utah second in points per game, 14th in rebounds. 13th in three-pointer, three-point field goal percentage, whatever. 25th in turnovers. 10th in assisted turnover, though. That's better. 17th in blocks. 15th in steals. So even with... Uh, Vanderbilt, but yeah, a lot of those guys don't really block shots, though, like Markin and stuff. <clears throat> Conley will get some steals. He can be a pain in the butt. Colin Sexton, <laughs> former uh, Cleveland Cavalier, rest, yeah, because of Donovan Mitchell, right? Kelly Olenek, ankle. Yeah, health and safety protocols for Udoka. So, yeah, health and safety protocols. So, we'll see what happens with that. That was just a couple days ago. He may play, he may not. Nice, nice, big, tough role player. Uh, this could end up being a season split, but I think the Wolves win this one. Final score, something along the likes of... Uh, I keep hanging around the 118s, and that's kind of what I feel right now in a lot of ways. I think this one's going to be lower. 108-100. Wolves win the game. Final score, 108-100, even though it's a higher-scoring team in Utah. And the, the Wolves at one point were number one. Now we're 11th. Utah second. I think... Uh, nah, it's going to be higher-scoring. <laughs> what am I fooling? What? 122-118, Wolves beat the Utah Jazz. The Jazz will be right at their average of 18. But the Wolves beat the Jazz. Anthony Edwards, just 25, but a nice team effort. Yeah, just, right? 25, but a team effort from a bunch of guys to kind of get the win. Jaden McDaniels is going to have around 18-ish, I think. It'll be a fun night for the Wolves. Kind of a back-and-forth situation and all that cute stuff. Um, now I'm bouncing everywhere here, and I apologize. i got to keep moving because it's so many games to preview. Denver Nuggets, the first of a back-to-back. -back. We have to go to Denver on the 18th, Wednesday. Been a fun matchup historically. Again, the Wolves are 2-1 and one so far in this five-game stretch. Denver, fourth in points, 15th in rebounds, number one in the entire NBA in three-point percentage at 40% as a team. That's impressive. Second in assists, 21st in turnovers, second in assists per turnover ratio. So even though they get a bunch of turnovers, they get a ton of assists. 20th in blocks, because, yeah, Jokic isn't really a shot blocker. 12th in steals. That's one thing I don't like about big men that don't, yeah, I don't like big men that don't block shots. That's kind of annoying. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., 16 points a game. Sorry. Um, Aaron Gordon, yep, obviously former uh, Orlando Magic. Oh, no. Yeah, he is on Denver. This isn't Utah. Aaron Gordon, obviously, yep, that was that Orlando Magic trade. Jamal Murray, 18.4. It's nice to see him back and all that, but certainly not the guy he was before. It's just kind of a slow thing. Jeff Green's on his 20th team. Uh, 
DeAndre Jordan's on his sixth team or seventh team, something like that. <laughs> Jeff Green's got to be about 20. I'm just, you know, slightly exaggerating. And, of course, Jokic to multi-MVPs now, 25 points, 11 rebounds, almost 10 assists. He's averaging almost a triple-double right now. That's incredible. So, obviously, kind of the closest thing in the NBA to Arvidas Sabonis, no doubt about it. Closest thing in the league to that. Arvidas Sabonis! Yep. Like a, I don't know, like a seven-plus-foot point guard, like a huge point guard, basically, in a lot of ways with his passing skills. Um, that's why they have so many assists, really. Jamal Murray's, you know, that kind of combo guard, basically, who can tear us apart, and he often does. Did I go over how the... Ah, I'm so sorry. I feel like just a complete moron right now. I didn't talk about how Utah has performed lately, so I'm going to backtrack. I keep doing this. Damn it, anyway. Utah is 2-3 and three in their last five. Lost to the Sacramento Kings, 114-115. Beat Houston, 131-114. Lost to Chicago, 126-118. Lost to Memphis, 123-118. And beat the Cleveland Cavaliers, 116-114. So there we go. Next, we beat the Jazz, though, like I was saying. Denver Nuggets. <sighs> Boy, what's going to happen here? Um, I think we either split these or, or we get swept. It's just the way it is, right? Until they prove otherwise, we're going to either split this or get swept. Um, are we going to win on the back-to-back? Maybe, because I, I, I don't know. I got a feeling we won't win in Denver. We usually we often struggle in Denver, but we've had some good games there as well. Denver Nuggets are pretty tough. 4-1 and one in their last five, and they have the best record in the Western Conference. Their most late recent loss was to Minnesota, 124-111. Otherwise, they've crushed teams like the Clippers, 122-91. Cleveland, 121-108. Wow, Lakers, 122-109. And Phoenix, they just slaughtered, like I talked about earlier. Most recently, 126-97. I think the Nuggets beat Minnesota, unfortunately. Nuggets beat the Wolves. Final score, 122-111. I think they beat us by 11 points. Uh, Yeah, it sucks. I know, I, I hate it. Uh, <laughs> um, D'Angelo Russell with with 24, not a great game for the overall for the overall for the Timberwolves, but uh, the Denver Nuggets end up winning the game. Maybe uh, Anthony Edwards winds up at 27, quite possible. Maybe he'll be getting a little healthier by then. The pain will start subsiding a bit, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he has some scar tissue removed in the off season. Probably will, um, because it's it's a nuisance if you get a big bump in your back or a lower, you know, or, or in your butt area, basically your hip, whatever. It's it, it's a yeah, like the muscle kind of forms like a bump. It's just in the way, you know. It's annoying and stuff. So it's just so you know, um, depending on how severe the injury was, because I'm guessing it was pretty dark, pretty you know, pretty pretty bruised is what I'm trying to say. Um, so, but Denver beats the Wolves, and I talked about who's going to lead the team in scoring and stuff. Maybe Anthony Edwards at 27. Wrap things up with the Toronto Raptors. Not in Canada, but in Minneapolis, Minnesota. 19-23 and 23 on the season. Not really that scary. Otto Porter with a foot injury. He's on his 12th team, just about. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. And, yeah, see, some of these guys, it says injuries, but they're, you know, they're still playing and all that. Uh, Toronto is 18th in points, 22nd in rebounds. 20... Okay, sorry. 29th, three-point percentage. That's good for us. 24th in assists. Number one in the league in assists per turnover ratio. They're the second best. Uh, no, they're the number one in the league in turnovers. So they have the least turnovers. Less than 12 a game. Very impressive. 
second in assist to turnover ratio, ninth in blocks, and number one in the NBA in steals. Um, that's when you have guys like Pascal Siakam and such. Um, he is a dangerous player. And, of course, some good passing skills from Siakam and Fred Van Vliet. Scotty Barnes averages five assists a game. The rebounding isn't all that great, but it's kind of a team effort. Pascal Siakam, though, 26.1 a game. Wow. Impressive. Impressive. He's having a hell of a hell of a season. He's kind of like uh, kind of like Kawhi Leonard. Um, he, he can play some defense, but not as good as some, some guys, I guess. Uh, yeah, he's definitely a factor, though. He can change shots and all that. Um, Gary Trent Jr. has really emerged again. Um, Minnesota ties from Gary Trent of the Minnesota Timberwolves. This is, what, his third team, I think? I think it's his third team. He was on the... Um, he was originally with Portland, right? And he couldn't get a crack, obviously, because that was a you know, pretty deep team. You know, or at least the backcourt was obviously set with Damian Lillard and uh, C.J. McCollum, who's now been traded away, obviously, um, to the Pelicans. Gary Trent Jr., though. Yeah, he's, he's emerged nicely. And he was kind of a, you know, he was somebody people were really talking about in the draft, and he wound up sinking all the way to the second round. Went up with the Kings, and then Portland. So it's just the second team. The Kings were his first team in terms of, like, you know, he was drafted by them, and then went up with Portland. Yeah, his first year, he barely got a crack. Played only 15 games in seven minutes. Next year, got a little more action, and a little more action the next year, and so on and so forth. And with Toronto, Gary Trent's been averaging about, you know, 18 and a half a game, and career three-point percentage is 38.4. It's not off the charts, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Solid. You know, solid. He's, he's, he's a threat. Um, and he was fun with Sacramento. No, he never played with them. I'm talking about something else here. Thinking about other guys on Sacramento. I apologize. Uh, Wolves win this game, believe it or not, even though we're kind of a mess and we're crazy. This could also end up being one of those awful days for the Wolves, but I'm going to step out in faith and believe the Wolves can go 3-2 and two in these five games. As for uh, Toronto's last five games, they're 3-2. and two. Lost to Milwaukee 104-101. Lost to New York 112-108. Beat Portland 117-105. Beat Charlotte 132-120. Beat Charlotte again, 124-114. A lot of teams have been beating Charlotte. So it kind of is what it is. Wolves will go 3-2. and two. Anthony Edwards, I mean, you expect him to lead the team in scoring almost every night, and I pretty much do, and he probably will. Um, a game like this, I don't know. I mean, just kind of... I, I just got a feeling the Wolves will kind of come out and perform well. Rudy Gobert has something like a, he might end up having something like a he, he might have like a 20 and 15 type of night. Somehow I, I'm just thinking Rudy Gobert is going to be the better player for the Wolves in this one. Believe it or not, maybe I'm way off. Um, but Anthony Edwards will lead the team in scoring, but I think I have a feeling Rudy Gobert is going to be a big factor in this one. For some reason I just got that vibe. And I, I, I think so. I mean, there's not a whole lot of dangerous rebounders on this team. I mean, Siakam only averages 8.3. their best rebounder. Yeah, I, I think Gobert pulls down a ton in this one, 15-plus, and the Wolves beat the uh, Toronto Raptors. Final score of 116 to 108. Wolves win by 8 points and defeat the Raptors for a 3-2 and two week at the end of the day. With that, we'll take a quick break and look at what you guys have to say on Twitter.
we are back here on fan interaction and I deeply apologize for my lack of uh, my lack of interaction so to speak on Twitter at TWolvesEX uh, you know <laughs> Yep, uh, Tanae tried to interact, and then I was just kind of pokey about it, and I'm really sorry. I, I just, I'm, I'm really sorry. I just kind of caught in with a lot of stuff this week, kind of a busy week, and I super-duper apologize, so it's my own fault. Timberwolves, episode 150, highs, lows, and unfollows. Yeah, but high lows and D-lows. Okay, high lows and unfollows. That was last week. I'm not even sure what I'm going to call this week. Actually, no, I, I know. I know what I'm going to call it. <laughs> Tanae Brown out of New Zealand. Levi Brown out of New Zealand. Vince Vinrock Germano out of Australia. Um, sorry, Benzo out of the Bronx and the Basketball Podcast Network. Thank you so much. Out of Vancouver, British Columbia. Uh, Vince Germano and, of course, uh, Vince Germano along with... <laughs> I'll, along with Wayne Hunt and Stu Benson do the courtside podcast, but I mean, unfortunately, they've been in hiatus for a while, but boy, I'm praying to God they come back. They've been planning on it, but then it's just like, I, I don't know, that's the one thing when you go on hiatus. It's like, all right, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Yeah, that's okay. No, no, not today. Oh, okay, we're going to do it. No, that's okay. That's the one thing. That's why I try to avoid hiatuses as best possible. Um, in the summer, it's kind of a forced hiatus, and then it's like there's this hunger, like, oh, okay, got to get caught up. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait to talk about this. Um, it's super busy at the beginning of this summer with the drafts and the free agency and all that cute stuff, <clears throat> and then obviously things kind of shrivel up like a grape in the sun, uh, so to speak. Raisin in the sun, grape in the sun, same thing. Um, so, yeah. Anyhow, I apologize that my interaction this week was, uh, was, uh, <laughs> was kind of like a grape in the sun. Uh, Tanae Brown says this is a pretty cool adjust they've made recently. And I was watching how the Wolves were just kind of... Let me see real quick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I see how kind of moving the ball around and hitting the the, uh, the big man cutting to the basket. Yep, and that being Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. That's the kind of basketball I've always really enjoyed. Like, where there's actually something there. Um, or Go, Gobert was kind of out in the... Yep way out on the perimeter and cut to the basket. Like, just, you know, it's like, it's the kind of stuff I like, even though Gobert was double teamed, ultimately. And, but it wasn't, no, he wasn't really double teamed. The guy's coming over on the weak side. That's all that was. Or strong side in that case. And it's, But it's too late. There's nothing he could do, the other guy. So, the other defender. Um, Jake Painting, uh, pronounced a different way, says, Wolves have been finding this kind of P in our bucket a lot more lately. Yep. It negates Russell's inability to get downhill by spinning the ball and then make uh, the roll man pass from the wing. Utah had had mastered this. Yep. So let's see. The roll man. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yep. Yep. It's Anthony Edwards, Jaden McDaniels, and Gobert cutting to the hoop. Yeah. I like that. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Roll man from the wing. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, that was nice. Really nice. It's a good play, you know. And it's you know you might think it's kind of simple, but it's not necessarily, and it's good, you know. And Jay, Jay Painting says, "I understand this isn't a D-Lo specific play." Yeah. So no, that's cool though. That was good. I I like that. Very much appreciated. Uh, Tanae Brown says, "I feel sorry for Finch. He did a great job the previous two seasons." Just to have such low IQ and intensity far too often this season. I don't understand it. And yep, that was conversation after that freaking Pistons game. And I was saying to think the Wolves are up ten nothing, 
this game to start. As I was, I was watching the replay at the time because I got home, you know, later in the day, of course. So I watched the replay, thankfully, that uh, Bally's plays that. And, yeah, it was ridiculous. I don't understand it either. Like, low, low IQ and intensity. Like, no urgency at all. It's just like, oh, well, you know, what the hell. Like, Rome's burning, but, oh, well, we're just going to fiddle, you know, like uh, Nero. So it's pretty sucky, to say the least. Uh, thank you so much for the interaction, though, today, and I apologize I wasn't more interactive this week. I'll try to be better again. It's my own fault. It really is, 100%. And thank, thank you, today for your consistency and, and uh, yeah, and obviously um, your passion for the team and your insights to the game. And that was a nice share, too, by the way, that video. And it's like, stuff like that makes the show better, honestly. So thank you so much. Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. Don't forget about that one. That's the other one. Um, you can get on the show also, again, like I said, at TWZX. But you can also get on the show via uh, audio submission, which today has done. Vince has done. Um, I think Tanae's pretty much the king of it so far. But, he, you know, sometimes he just, ha you know, he just hasn't lately and all that. Kind of is what it is, you know, if you're busy. Um, that's just <laughs> so basically what you do is you open... Your smart device, there should be a free voice recording app on it anywhere, and you could also download one if you prefer a different one. Um, either way, once you have it, just uh, open it, press record, treat it like a phone call, like basically talking to it like a phone, like I said, and <laughs> keep it to, well, it doesn't matter how long it is. It could be one minute, it could be five minutes, it could be 30 seconds, it could be, yeah, you know, it, you know, as long as it's not like an hour or anything crazy like that, which I don't think anybody has time to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even just 30 seconds, like, man, that game sucked last night. I mean, what, what were they doing? You know, even something like that. You know, even it's whatever. Maybe maybe try to be a tiny bit more analytical, but, eh, you know, <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah, I, I'm not expecting any major analysis, and you have to be dead on and the smartest basketball mind ever. No, no, you really don't. You, you, I mean, I'm no genius. I know the game. I respect the game. I've been around it forever, but I'm no genius. So I don't expect that from anybody else. That's not, that's not nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just not. Um, but yeah, please do. I would then convert the file. Uh, you would email it to PaladinoLive at Yahoo.com. PaladinoLive at Yahoo.com. Don't be shy. I know there's people out there listening. I mean, all five of you, right? No, I'm kidding. I know there's people out there listening that would like to maybe interact with the show that way. And don't be shy about it. It's not a big deal. I would then convert it into an MP3 file. Thanks to Zumzar with a Z dot com. Please write a positive rating if you could on any of the apps that allow you to do that, like Apple Podcast or whatever podcasting apps, anything like that. Those of you that have really appreciate you and anybody in the future, please do really appreciate it. With that said, have a nice week and hopefully the Wolves can come out of this week uh, with three wins at the very least. That'd be, that'd be okay. 